Hi friends, welcome to the Liz Teach Podcast. I am so glad that you joined me today, that you decided to click on that link or watch this video. And it's just gonna be a little quick one today. I just want to process through some thoughts and things that God has put in my heart. I always say that the things that I share with you are just observations that I've made, experiences that I've had, and things that I've recently observed, usually. And I start to question, God, how and why? And could this have been avoided? And how can we do this better, right? And today I want to talk about asking ourselves the question, are they going to change? Whether it's now or in the future, or we've had it in the past, we have relationships with people that are harmful and hurtful. And we sometimes stick it out too long to the detriment of our emotional well-being, to the detriment of sometimes our physical well-being, because if our emotions are out of whack, our bodies become out of whack as well. Our body starts to react to the people that we are around. We've all been there, I believe, where we know we're going to be around somebody and the anxiety starts to set in. Or uh, I recently had a situation where I was around somebody and it kind of made me queasy and it was kind of a warning sign for me, right? And so I had to process why I was feeling that way. And I think we need to ask ourselves when we are in relationship with people or about to enter a relationship or considering whether it's time to let go, are they going to change? Or maybe you're that person that you need to ask yourself, am I going to change? And so as I was processing this, one of the things that I really came to the conclusion as God and I were talking is it's all based on love. People change because love is involved. For myself, I was use myself as an example. There were toxic traits I had. There were traits that I had that uh, were not good for myself and others. And I needed to, to change that. But it began especially, many of you would think, it, you, uh, I would say God. But my major change in my life started when I had my first child, Raquel. And so she just turned 30. So that's how long I've been in this process of becoming a better version of myself because I wanted to love this child completely and better and better than I had been loved uh, because I was surrounded by people that perhaps had not gone through a process of healing and therapy with the Lord and with the therapist, <laughs> right? And then when I came into relationship with God, that began a change. So I was married a very long time, but I didn't start change for my husband to way into the marriage, unfortunately. But that was when God just really impressed upon me how much he loved my husband and that I was not treating him the way that God would want me to treat his son. And so that's what began the change. And I also started to feel very uncomfortable in my own skin and thinking, man, I, I treated that person harshly or I don't think that person came away from that get together feeling loved by me, feeling acknowledged by me. So it's rooted in love. And so with God, when I go into his presence, am I feeling comfortable? Or am I feeling, feeling guilt and shame because of how I'm acting and because of the life I'm living? 
for others, do they feel comfortable around me? Do they feel loved by me or do they walk on eggshells around me? And then for myself, am I comfortable in my own skin? Am I happy with myself and the choices that, are, that I'm making? Am I proud of myself? And so love, loving God, loving others, and loving myself. And so if you are dealing with a person that is harming and hurting you, there is a lack of love in them, whether it's towards God, whether it's towards you, or whether it's towards themselves, or unfortunately, sometimes it's all of it. And you know, the word of God says that you will be known by your fruit. So look at what this person is producing in their life before you enter into relationship with them. How are their relationships? How is their relationship with God? You know, often women say, or even men, I want to marry a godly man. I want to marry a godly woman. And that person that you're entertaining a relationship with that perhaps have already entered, but you're asking God <laughs> a relationship with, their life screams lukewarm. Their life screams that they have no fruit of a relationship with God. They're uncomfortable talking about God. They're uncomfortable in God's presence. They're uncomfortable around godly people. Uh, you know, I mean, their life screams that there is no fruit of who they are. And even if they're not a Christian, for those of you that are not Christians uh, and you're in a relationship, their relationship with other people should tell you the kind of person they are. How do people talk about them behind their back? How do they express how this that person treats them? You know, if you see this person in constant turmoil, in constant relationships that are harmful, the common denominator, I always say that, the common denominator, if they have broken relationship after broken relationship and they don't take ownership because there are people that have broken relationships and they've come to a point in their life where like, I take ownership for my stuff. I take ownership for my junk. I contributed a lot to that. Like yesterday I was at church and one of the pastors was saying how even as a pastor, his marriage was not doing well. And he was like, and that was my fault. That was on me. It was my issue why my wife would want to walk away from me. And so what is their fruit? What are they showing? What is their life choices showing? We can't change people that don't recognize, one, that they need to change, and two, are doing things, are proactively doing things to change their life. Because, hopefully because, they love you, love God, and love themselves. We need to see what their foundation is and what moves them in life. What moves them in life? What causes them to want to be better people, to want to do more in life? Is it for their name? Is it for people to just love them? Or are they doing it because they genuinely love others and love themselves and hopefully love God? Loving God is huge is huge because when we love God, we're in a constant relationship with him. And God is the one that was always speaking to me, hey Liz, we're gonna work on this. And this is the therapist you're gonna go to. And this is what you're gonna deal with now. And this is what you need freedom for. I didn't need somebody constantly nagging me and telling me you're treating me like junk. You're treating me so awful. I didn't need somebody constantly telling me that the Holy Spirit would quicken me and say, oh, Liz, that was, 
just out of left field. That was not good. Why did you get triggered like that? Why did you just spew that garbage all over that person? Why are you speaking like that? Are we giving life to others? Do people feel when they leave from us like they've been under the sunlight? Do they feel like they've just been basking in the glow of the sun or do they feel icky? <laughs> or do they just feel, oh, I don't want to do that again? And so are we producing life? Are we life-giving? The word of God says that life and death flow from our mouth. The word of God says from the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. What The mouth speaks. What is your mouth speaking? What is that the mouth that is hurting you speaking? Are they saying, I am wrong and I am going to change and this is the steps I'm taking to change? Or are you just there hoping, 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 and they're doing nothing about it? We need to be honest with ourselves. So are they going to change? Observe, listen. They're letting you know each and every day if they're going to change. And the longer they abide in that behavior, the longer we allow them to treat us that way, the longer they're going to do it. We can, you know, there's people that we know that they just act horribly and it's because people let them get away with that all over they just let them get away with it because they rather receive a couple of crumbs of love than recognizing and saying no this person is no good for me you know a lot of times we stay in these kind of relationships because of uh, shame I don't want to admit that I made the wrong choice I don't want to admit that I this person shouldn't be in my life I want what I want and you are, want what you want is sending you to therapy. You want what you want is sending you down just a pit that's going to be hard for you to climb out of because you want what you want. And it's built on shame and often pride. Pride is a huge one. I've been realizing that lately that so many people are abiding in pride in relationships. I'm not going to give up. Why? Because mom said that this relationship wasn't right for me. If I'm not giving up. <laughs> My pastor said, my sister said, somebody said, my my child said, you know, that this person wasn't the one for me, that they're awful, they're bad. Maybe their ex told you, don't do it. And like, no, because I'm better than you. I can make him change. <laughs> Wrong, boo-boo. No, no. And so they are known by their fruit. Look at their life choices. Look at what they say. Look at who they hang around Open your eyes. Open your eyes. Funny story. The other day I was on um, Facebook and somebody posted, oh, um, I want somebody to take care of me. I want somebody, I was a woman, obviously. Uh, I want somebody to take care of me, to pay my bills, blah, 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 on and on and on. I ain't mad at you. I ain't mad at you. But there was a man that uh, responded, that's me, that's me. And she responded, really? And I was like, sister, just go look at his Facebook. <laughs> when I went on his Facebook to see, oh, this guy who's trying to, you know, say something to an acquaintance of mine. Uh, when I looked on his Facebook, it's like, he's asking people to take care of him. It was, uh, I don't know, like he had about 10 posts with his cash app number and he ain't trying to take care of anybody. Step away, step away. <laughs> you know, so sometimes it's very evident, you know, that we should not enter into a relationship with somebody. But sometimes we need to take time and observe and listen before we make any commitments. But how is their love? 
how is their love walk? How is their love talk? What are they showing? Are they going to change? You need to, to take some time to observe. Be good to yourself. Love yourself enough to ask those hard questions. It's better to be heartbroken for a couple of months than for a lifetime or for years because eventually some of us, we wake up and we're like, wow, years in this without any change. So ask, are they going to change? Or maybe you're the person that needs to change. Are you going to change for that person that you say you love? Are you going to change because God is speaking to you? Do you love God enough to enter into a relationship with him where he can really speak to you and be your potter, that you be on that potter's wheel and he'll mold you into someone that is life-giving to others? Don't you want to be life-giving to others? I know I do. So it's worth changing. If we love, we change. We say we love that child, we're going to change. We're going to be there for them. We're going to uh, do what we can that they will feel loved and taken care of and cherished and in, in safety. We're going to protect them from wrong relationships as well. You know, not only do we love ourselves, but love our children enough to protect them from bringing people into their lives that would hurt them or harm them. Are they going to change? Ask yourself really ask yourself and go through some questions and go through some time with the Lord dig deep are they going to change well I hope that helped you I have to get out of here and go to work God bless you once again this is Liz on the Liz Teach podcast have an amazing day